0: God states very clearly, that faith without works is dead. You have people inside the Senate, you have people that are supposed to be on your side. Make the decision to live and die on your turn. You are not wrong.
1: That life was about everything.
0: The border, the elections. remember America and the American gun owner are the only things standing in the way of the Great Reset. Who's got the teaching aid? God's given us a chance to make it right. He's created a remnant for a reason. You are the remnant. I want you to know we're winning. God is with us. And in the end, we know how this ends. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast uh i'm your host joe Altman today ash is off today she's probably celebrating her birthday because she didn't get to celebrate it on wednesday because i wasn't here and she had to work um but we uh and we're going to help celebrate that for next week too we're going to bring her a cane and a walker and uh so ash if you're paying attention and you're here i just want you to know that uh we have not forgotten and we're gonna we're gonna get you (laughs) <laughs> uh, and I'm not going to bring you broccoli like you brought me just, just so we're clear, I won't do that So we, we, have, a, we have an amazing show today Because this is, this is breaking out of yesterday And for those of you that don't know we've, we've come up with a plan I've come up with a plan I've been actually talking to people all over the country That are working on election integrity And even some people that are working on some of the vaccines But one person in particular who has been like a dog with a bone Actually not just him, but his wife as well, and has been working on an audit out of New Mexico in Otero County. And that is David Clements. Well yesterday Otero County voted out Dominion Machines and for and will will not allow machines to count any votes in Otero County going forward. So without that, let's go ahead and bring David in. David, welcome to the show. Hey Joe. My brother from another mother. <laughs>
1: Good to see
0: you. Good to see you. Well, I mean, give us give us the update. I I watched the uh, I, I watched the hearing, and it, it seemed like they it got put off and put off, and then they took a lunch. <laughs> it was like unbated bread, like. Ugh! But they were the lesser magistrates, and I, you know, I'll tell you what I mean by that. Obviously, I've been talking about that for the last week. But um, tell us what's going on,
1: Bill. I think you're on to something, Joe. the The, the county commission. Strategy is something that I've been touting since October after the disappointment of Maricopa You know, we just have to we have to just acknowledge it did not pan out the way that any of us hoped Um, So the goals were just too I think too large or too unwieldy to expect that you'd get an entire legislature on board Or have a judge to do the right thing and so uh, the epitome of the lesser magistrates Joe to your point is the county commission and, and they are in a perfect position to nullify overreach, because what now? Right now, you have you have people asking people to certify results to say that they're trustworthy on machines that are devised to commit fraud. Um, so that that's been the approach, and we were able to finally get a victory yesterday, which was something that we started last October. Um, you know, we sent out. election fraud report 261 pages in length we printed it out we bound the copies and we sent it to every single politician in the state of new mexico every county commission the secretary of state and yesterday was a slog i mean it was there were leftist operatives that were interrupting the proceedings um we were tired It, it was one of those things where it just seemed like there was a there was a spiritual warfare that was going on we had people there that were just sent there to disrupt the proceedings and um, at some point the commission heard enough and they voted on three very very crucial items the first one is to do hand tabulation for the primary uh so we're going to see if we can get some uh, real-time audits of what happened with this election this happened this past week the second one is to eliminate the zuckerberg drop boxes in Montero County. And the the biggest one is to eliminate not just Dominion, all electronic voting machines, because we actually made it a point to talk about not just Dominion, but the e robus poll books. And the poll books are just as vulnerable. Uh, In fact, we think that the the poll books are really what is optimizing the the mules, giving people sufficient data to know what ballot boxes to stuff. So um, all of that, just a huge day. Um, and the good news is that we've got another presentation before Lincoln County this Tuesday, and we've got two other counties that are ready to do the same thing, uh, and we'll reveal the, their identities, uh, soon.
0: So the vote, was it two to one? I mean, I know what it was, so I'm just, I'm baiting you into the <laughs> answer here, but I think it was, uh, I think it was a knockout, right?
1: It was unanimous three Oh, and, and to be honest, we weren't sure we were going to have all three, um, the skeptic, at the beginning, of this actually was one of the stronger voices. At the end, he saw two thousand mules. He has seen our presentation every other week. We just come up with new findings, and um, you know they, they know that this isn't over by any means because you're going to have court challenges. You're going to have the Secretary of State trying to take the elections from them. Um, but as you've mentioned before, you got to stand in the gap. We got three commissioners that stood in the gap yesterday. And I'm super proud of them.
0: Um, Any surprises that come out of it? Any surprises that came out of the...
1: Um, You know, I was just hoping and praying. You don't want to count the votes before they're cast. Uh, So I I was hoping for this outcome. But you just never know. We're so used to bad news and people throwing monkey wrenches and plans at the last minute. Um, But we got through it. And I think the... Response has been terrific. I just got off the phone with a person who was just elected, or um, elected in Georgia, that wants to get rid of machines um, there. And I think the beauty of the strategy is that you're you're training commissioners to know exactly what their power is, and there's certain things you just can't take from a commissioner. Doesn't mean that they can run roughshod. That doesn't mean that they can do the things that the secretary of state can do or that a clerk can do, but. What we're finding is that there's one thing that the commissioners possess that few others have is the ability to certify post-election results. No one else is vested with that in New Mexico and many other states. And we're telling them, you can withhold that certification if there's a breach of the public trust. And finally, that light bulb went off for this commission saying, you know, maybe we don't have the statutory authority to select the equipment that's being used. But no one can make us say that there these have machines to use are trustworthy. You can't make a certified. If you're gonna use these machines, we don't have to certify it. And that's effectively what they're doing is they're withholding that. And they're gonna leverage that to get more information. So, if there's gonna be a big push, hey, you've got to certify this, they can say things that are quite reasonable, like, okay, give us the source code, which we know they're not gonna get. Okay, let us crack the hood on these tabulators and, and look for chip notes which they're not gonna do. So as long as they're gonna be unreasonable, these commissioners are in a position of strength to withhold that certification until um, the public trust is restored. And at this point, everyone knows there's no way that Dominion's going to restore the public trust. It's just not gonna happen.
0: Well, I think that and, and they, they shouldn't restore the public trust, but you have the Uniparty, you have the left and the right that have come together. And and I'm and I'm I'm incredibly grateful for the commissioners in Otero County. I'm I'm incredibly grateful. They did something that frankly, hasn't really been done across the country. I know that there's several other small counties that have said, hey, we're just going to go to a hand count because we got 1,200 people in our community and all 1,200 said, you're not going to make it out of the building alive if you don't get rid of the machines. <laughs> that actually has happened in some counties across the, the, the country. But this is the first time that they stood up and said, look, we, we cannot have confidence in these machines. Um, so how, how, does, how does this become a... a How does this become a standing in the gap moment for the commissioners that that I think can help push us to a place where other commissioners will do the same thing? And how do you do all this, by the way, while the mainstream media is parroting the BS on both sides of the aisle?
1: Well, I mean, to your point, there's a guy that's running for attorney general that that is our current state auditor and was running campaign uh, commercials bragging about shutting down the Otero audit. I mean, that was going on in Albuquerque across. So everyone was seeing these things. And here we were, even the, even in spite of the fact he was running those commercials on mainstream media, we were, we kept providing audit updates, and then you had what happened yesterday. I think what people need to see is something simple. It's profoundly simple. You can do that. You can you can utilize the power of no. And and that's exactly what they're doing. They're modeling it. Um, and, and you know, i like to take all the credit for it, but let's be, let's be honest. Uh, Jim Marchant and Nye County, without an audit, without a canvas, based on just machine vulnerability experts saying you've got a problem, they voted 5-0. And that was a major, major boost for the movement. And so I think what was special about Otero is this is the first, from the start to finish, a county where we, we work with the commission We did an audit, we did a commission, I mean, we did a canvas. um, We've had high-level experts throughout it. We basically have modeled the drama of every argument and every fight that you can imagine. um, Because while the commissioners voted for us, the county attorneys were not receptive to this. The county clerk was downright hostile. She stormed out of the meeting yesterday. Uh, She didn't even show up. They called her and go, where is she? And she spoke for about 10 minutes and basically said everything we're saying is wrong, we're lying, and stormed out. So, um, you know, we've taken a, a look at these little victories, whether it's Esmeralda County, which was another, I think, Rio Blanca, now Otero, and we're hoping for three more counties in our in our state. And what I'm hoping is that this, this momentum is reciprocal. So maybe there are people in Nevada that were languishing saying, okay, is it just us? And then they see what happens in New Mexico saying, okay, no, 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 help's on the way. Um, we have to go on offense and continue to just these commissioners with a spot. And, and what I mean by that is when you pack these rooms and you show up, you let the commissioners know, we've got your back. We've got your back. And, and that's the messaging is just a relentless showing up and supporting of the lesser magistrates, the county commissioners.
0: So, so we have sponsors that have been with us for a long time. This one has definitely been here a long time. This is AirMedCare Network. Today's podcast again sponsored by AirMedCare Network. If you live in a rural area that's hard to reach by road, if you travel a lot, if you even drive a lot, even if you don't drive a lot, this is good fire insurance. If you like to hike or spend time outdoors, you want to make sure your family's protected in a medical emergency. If you ever need to be air medically transported with air med Care network. You're covered for as little as $85 a year. Your whole household will be covered in case you ever need to be air medically transported. Uh, simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily and you'll receive up to a $50 Visa gift card when you sign up today. Now they also have an Amazon card, but we don't do business with Amazon here on this show. So please do not sign up for this and get the $50 Amazon gift card uh, because that is feeding the beast and we don't feed the beast. So get that $50 um, gift card and sign up. You can go up to, I think the five-year membership is like 300 bucks or something. But uh, so it's even less. So it's $85 a year for your whole family. And then as you go up, it it, it actually reduces. So airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily. So w- we have the vote and I'd like to play it. This is the five-minute five clip of them saying that they were voting, right? Mr. Producer, this is the vote. Um, so I'd like people to hear it because I think it was awesome. <laughs> and th- this is the moment that um, I, it was the last touchdown. It was a Super Bowl. There was three seconds left. And it was like, spike the ball. <laughs> I'm having a little fun with it okay? because it was awesome. Yeah. And, and I do want to tell you that we are proud of you. We are proud of you. We are proud of Aaron. We are proud of the people that worked on this. We are proud of the fact that you have taken hits from everyone. You've taken hits from people on our own side who said that they want to get to the bottom of the 2020 election. And yet you continue to go down the pathway and you continue to do the things that are necessary in order to get to the resolute, get to the end. So I do want to say thank you. From the bottom of my heart, I just, um, I'm I'm great. I'm eternally grateful for you and the strength and courage that you and Aaron and, uh, and the commissioners have, have shown.
1: Well, thank you, Joe. We, we, uh, we can't do it without you. And uh, we, we all, you know, there's been, there's been times where Joe has sent me a text that's picked me up at the right time. And, um, but this this focus of we the people being the solution is, it's it. And I think that's the strategy that you've been hitting on the past week is it's really mobilizing our numbers and getting out
0: there. So I'm gonna play this and then I've got so much stuff that I wanna on the air get your thoughts on. Cause you know, last night I presented what I thought was the plan. So I'm gonna ask you about the doctrine of the lesser magistrate too. And uh, I'm gonna get your thoughts on it I mean, in real time on uh, the strategy of the people becoming the lesser magistrates. Let's go ahead and play this clip.
2: You've got Amen. that right. Amen. 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 All right, so no, item number 22, make a motion to approve the hand counting all ballots cast inside the Dominion voting system to verify ca- vote count of machine after the June 7th primary. I get a second. No second. All in favor? Aye. 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 All right. All right. <laughs> so, item number twenty-three requests or appro- uh, make a motion to approve all election ballot drop boxes from the public square and attempt to secure our election in twenty twenty-two. I get a second. Second. All in favor? Aye. 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 All right. Okay, number 24, I make a motion for the approval to discontinue the use of Dominion voting machines before the 2022 general election. Well, can, I make, can I make one one comment on that? Yes, and, sir. David, you said that if we could take the machines to go to court and have them, whatever the little rinse thing you said, and have it checked to make sure it was legal, would those machines still be a legit, Come,
1: or would so, they, they have a chance to be redone again? In my opinion, you, you, you've got so many different vulnerabilities throughout the input-output system, but there are a couple things that we, we have provided to folks that are keeping them from us that w- should be part of the discussion. So number one, we've demonstrated proof of digital manipulation in your voter rolls and it looks like at the vote level without having access to the computers themselves. So one way to put that to the test is to, because there's a socket design, remove it and inspect your 40 tabulators. It's not that hard to see if they they are in fact have remote access capability. If that's the case, then that's that's huge. Um, Number two, um, the source code. The ability to actually make the, the decision to flip and shuffle and do all those things. We can determine that. And, And so that'd be another way to alleviate distrust to have that. But my understanding from the Secretary of State is that they've uniformly said you will not touch these machines. We own them as if the coffers that went into paying for them didn't come from the taxpayers in Otero as well as the other counties. And uh, so you're not going to have that ability. And then the source code, uniformly, because people have litigated for this, you have access to it, uh, it's been tied up in courts. So that puts you in this really weird position of, OK, well, wait a minute. I still got to certify something. We just ran an election. And I'm saying that, that you can withhold that certification. So regardless of whether people act on letting us see the machines, um, this has never been about just one thing. This is about your constituents believe that this is something that is worthy of you saying, I'm certifying. In other words, I'm saying that this is trustworthy. That's what it comes down to. And you can withhold that. So even if the clerk has the authority to inspect and say, I make the decision whether to use machines or not, Arby's right. That's her decision of the code. But she cannot use that and force you all to certify something where you're saying, I can't. I can't perpetrate a fraud on the American people. So that, that's where you're at. That, that's that's your power that no one else can take from you. So if it forces a conversation, whether it's in a court of law, to say, okay, you want my certification? That's what you want from me because I, only I can give it. Let us inspect the source code. There you go. Oh, you want my certification? Because I've got some other things here. Let us look in the machines. And if they can't answer those questions to you, sir, then it's your certification. It's your voice. It's your power. It's no one else's. Well, I really think and I really hope that
2: 32 other counties are listening to this today because they need to wake up. They need to listen to it. All they got to do is answer some questions. That's all we're asking. If there's nothing to hide, then why is it so hard to get the information? The harder they push back, the more I want to see it. You know, I mean, it's just just comply with what we're asking for. I mean, we're not asking to see how anybody voted. Nothing, we just want to look at the machine. So I've got a problem with that, they won't let us do that. And in regards to what Gerald said about other counties too, you
0: know, um, where are the other counties? Where's Catron County? Where's Lincoln County? Where's Sierra County? Where where are the small conservative commission bodies, Um, you know? All right. We've uh, and oh. we've got great
2: relationships with the So we they want to do the thing
1: too, but we don't the first group that uh, has demonstrated courage and they want to do the same thing
0: that they do as
1: How
2: many? Amen. Hey, All right. I already read this. Does anybody want to second it? Thank Go
0: ahead, Gerald. I'll second it. Okay. All in favor? Aye. 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 And it and it passes. Boom. And and the crowds cheers. (laughs) never ever give the producer the ability to have access to sound effects it's terrible (laughs) how was that moment david
1: well it was surreal because i just i was so tired there was a troll that was basically five feet behind us the entire meeting and it was almost like a demon whispering in your ear like you know every time i go in the hallway he'd tell me that i'm going to jail you know or uh and he told he tell my wife you're going to jail um and so what people didn't see is every time we we left or went around we're constantly getting chipped at where they want to get a reaction yeah um so to be honest by the time the vote came i was so exhausted and tired (laughs) i mean um and it just started kicking in i didn't you know because this is all i've been focusing on for the past well for a long time, but this past week, everything that I've been doing has been dedicated to getting to this moment. And I prepared a legal uh, memorandum that Aaron helped me with. And I was working on that day and night for a week. And so it's just, I've been, I've had my blinders on, Um, but it wasn't until afterwards where I saw how many people reached out and said, this was such a needed um, boost for them to keep fighting. And just to see success to see a success that that's achievable you know and by people like like me when i when i I say that it's like i don't have you know a platform like frank speech or war room we don't have a we don't have tremendous resources um we spent all in on this audit this will shock you all ten thousand dollars that's it from start to finish what ten thousand dollars Yep. And I've been accused of being you know, the biggest grifter. We didn't, we didn't charge a cent, and that actually came from the taxpayer of Otero. So start to finish with the result, people <laughs> are sitting there going, you know, um, it can be done. And, and, it, and the reason why it can be done is we've been telling people, don't go to the bottlenecks of corruption. Go to the most abused, neglected county commissions in rural areas, and start pulling out those Jenga blocks. You know, Jenga blocks of truth, right? And right now, we've got a tower of corruption in New Mexico that is, is wobbling now because we took one block out of Otero. And Lord willing, we're gonna get another two or three blocks pulled in the next couple weeks, and hopefully that whole thing will fall down because we, we have observed statistical and mathematical impossibilities with the rig system as it is. When we can start comparing paper-based elections that are honest with the machine-driven fraudulent ones, game over. And, and right now, we, we have the ability this week in many states to do micro-audits, to pull the cast vote record and start making comparisons r- right away that would take virtually just a few days. We should have candidates that have lost their elections request those cast vote records and do an immediate audit right now and throw a giant monkey wrench in the process because across the country, this is the time, statutorily speaking, for for us to do that. Um, so I'm throwing a lot at you, but there there are so many opportunities right now for the for the commissions to double down and saying, "Okay, we're going to withhold certification until we figure this out." This mess in Georgia, for instance, uh, it just it's it's uh, we've got problems everywhere.
0: All right, so. So we got we get one part of the jinga block. Now now I want to now I want to talk about this. And you have others, you have others and I'm not going to have you push towards those others cuz I know you're working on other counties as well. And but you know I've been talking about this book called The Doctrine of the Lesser Magistrates. Have you read that book?
1: I read it last summer. Yeah.
0: Okay. So so this book has it has changed my life. It's changed my life. It hasn't changed my life from the perspective of like, oh my gosh, I just took a right or took a left. It changed my life because it, it defined the things that I think were necessary to be defined so that people feel like they can get involved and it become actionable for them. I, I mean, how many times, David, do people walk up to you and say, what can I do? What can we do? Like, there's nothing we can do. We got we to we hope for a non-corrupt magistrate, right? Like a judge to do the right thing. Well, that doesn't work because a vast majority, actually all of the cases that were brought forward from, from the 3rd of November were, were not dismissed or adjudicated based on, on merit. They were done based on uh, procedure, right? Procedural elements or fi- found that the, the you had uh, standing, right? Mm-hmm. The elected officials, so there's 7,400 elected officials across the country right? 7,400. That's it. 7,400 people that are elected across the country in all 50 states. We have 7,400 people. We have 38,000 judges. So we are ruled over by less than 50,000 people. 300 million people, 50,000 people are basically rule over those those people, right? And then you have the bureaucrats that work for those 50,000 people. And then downstream, you have the police and others that are controlled by these 50,000 people, right? David, do you have confidence that those 50,000 people are, are doing the right thing and following natural law or God's law?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, obviously not. <laughs> um, and, and that's been one so frustrating over the past years. You know, the, the utility of having an attorney is to provide legal advice. And the way that you, what separates me from non-attorneys is that you look at cases that have precedent and so you can make it, uh, a wise prediction based on what has happened in the past and advise your client. That's, there's nothing special about it. But since we've entered into a period of lawlessness where no one even follows black letter law, the institutions are, they're absolutely broke. And uh, for me, that there was no sharper example than Congress on January 6th of uh, 2021 and you know so for me i had this internal conflict of i'm teaching the law to students and i I've, I've, i'm seeing rampant lawlessness and every prediction that i normally would have had like a hundred percent accuracy rate on i went to I, I don't know i can't tell you because no one's following the law and what we're seeing is not only that an evolution where there's a quick rapid fire attempt to change the law to codify corruption. That's all of your election bills. That's, that's HB1. Um, it's your, it's your uh, institutional equity administrative apparatus in the universities. Everyone is basically weaponizing and targeting Christians as being domestic terrorists. You can't say this. Um, so in light of that, we have to revisit something that's so foundational to our DNA as a country, which is the you know, the founding father so when you talk about the doctrine of lesser magistrates what you're doing is you're tapping into writings that affected thomas jefferson and james madison saying wait a minute you know if, if you compare what's happening now to that like they were subjects of britain and at some point they're saying we don't recognize you the most powerful empire in the world because our dignity our sovereignty our rights don't come from you, they come from God Almighty. And so, when we talk about we the people, one of my frustrations you go to tea party meetings is, we pull out the Constitution and we don't think what we the people means in uh, those phrases of government by the people, of the people, for the people. That means the power starts and stops with us. And we, of our own accord, for the purposes of securing liberty, will consent to having certain representatives at a local level be our voice. And the moment they break that trust, you can can hold them accountable. But what you've seen is a grand erosion over 200 plus years of incremental um, tyranny. And here we are, 2022, where if I ask a crowd, can you count on two hands the elected representatives that you're proud of? It doesn't matter what room I'm in. I could be in an establishment rhino event, no one can say yeah I can identify 10 people that, that I believe are representing my interests. Um, so th- this is this is about getting back to foundational uh, understanding of, of sovereignty and what it means and when you've got a lawless tyrannical government, uh, we have to exert our influence influence where we can so there are there are legitimate places that we should start. Uh, We should talk to our county sheriffs. We should talk to our commissioners. But even then, they answer to us. Foundation.
0: uh, Tired of feeling like someone's always watching on the Internet, maybe advertisers know a little too much about you. IP Vanish is a solution for you. You can use IP Vanish on your your computer, tablets, phones. You can use it on multiple devices at the same time without sacrificing speed. Um, For you, and and here's the thing, it it blocks advertisers, hackers, um, your ISP, Third parties from getting access to information to you, uh, block people from getting access to your passwords. All the data is encrypted. And for our listeners, you can get 70% off their yearly plan for listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. It's like getting nine months for free. It's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button. A disclaimer: If you are using things True Social, you have to turn off the VPN. If you are using things like uh, VMix, uh, Chevy apps, or things like that, so there are some things that does need a dedicated IP, um, and it recognizes that. So just keep that in mind. So go to ipvanish.com/daily, use promo code daily, and save your seventy percent off. But I mean, and, and herein lies the problem: is that they're they're not answering to us. You know, they are ruling over us. They're enslaving us because they take our money, 52 cents on every dollar. They send it to foreign interest. The sheriff's like, I I don't have the authority to do these things at all. And at the same time that they're doing all of these things, um, they're telling us that, oh, we're going to fight for you. And so it becomes political theater. They take it to the the courts and the the higher magistrates say, nope, you're not allowed to do that because here's the law. But that law was a man's law that replaced God's law. It replaced natural law. It took away our God-given rights, and the government was always supposed to be the intermediary that said, okay, we're, we're just going to make sure that, that God's law, the law of the land, is actually followed. And it, it was supposed to stand in and protect and be the arbiter of that, not to rule over us and enslave us. And so I was, I was reading this book, and you know a friend of mine sent it to me on Saturday morning, and I couldn't get it out of my head. And how many times, David, have you heard me talk about Get in the Gap? Yeah, all the time. <laughs> I, say, I say get in the gap. And I've been attacked viciously by rhinos. There's another article that came out today about me. Um, rhinos, they lie about me at every turn. You know, Joe called for violence. I've never called for violence. I said that if you're, if you're convicted of, of treason, that you should hang, because that's what the penalty is for treason, right? It's not, it's not a victimless crime. But I never called for violence. I never called anybody to the streets and said, hey, let's go kill people. That never happened. But they make this stuff up. And so as we walk through this process with this book, when he sent it to me, I couldn't get out of my head. And on the way home from a speaking event in Houston, I listened to it on Audible. In chapter two, which he said, you're going you're gonna to see one sentence in there, and that's going to drive you. That's going to drive you to go, oh my gosh. He goes, I thought about you right away. I thought about you right away as soon as I saw it. And I was like, Joe, you need to listen. And at first, I put it on a list of books. And I'm like, yeah, 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 I'll get to it. That's all as I thought is, I, I'll get to it. But, but I want to read this to you. And I've done this now on, on several shows. I want to get, read it to you. And then I want, to, I, want, I want to get your thoughts on this because I think, I think we have a plan. <laughs> I think we have a plan that we don't have to wait till 2024. We don't have to wait the slow rise of, of the baked bread. We don't have to do any of that. We could take our country back and reinstill God and have restoration this year, before this election. And you're probably like, what? Before, and I, and I did. I sent you a text message. I'm like, I got a plan. I got a plan. I think this plan. <laughs> David, you got to. You're like, I'm doing this Otero thing, Joe. I got I to handle this. And I'm like, all right, but I got a plan. It's a great plan. It's a great plan. <laughs> I, said, I think I said amen, brother. Amen. Yeah, you did. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> But it says, I'm mean, I mean, just kind of read this to you. Um, how does the rule of law, and this is in chapter one, how does the rule of law relate to the West, lesser magistrates as America? And by the way, this was written in 2013, nine years ago, by Matthew Truella, Truella uh, and it's prophetic. Like, the book is unbelievable. But it says, as America in the West crumbles because it has spurned the law of God as the rule of law, we'll be presented with an opportunity when godly lesser magistrates will need to stand in the gap They will need to interpose for the sake of the rule of law, for the sake of the people they represent and defy bad law. Present-day magistrates need to know of the lesser magistrate doctrine so the conscience prods the more vigorously in their duty and responsibility in the sight of God. They will then be prepared to act in defense of the people they represent. The, The people also need to understand the lesser magistrate doctrine so when the lesser magistrates stand, they will rally around them and will not let them hang there blowing in the wind. When the lesser magistrates act, there will be those who will accuse them of anarchy and chaos. Because Americans have been, have heard the mantra their entire lives that we are a nation of law. We must respect the rule of law. Many may tend to believe the accusation, but what if an unjust or tyrannical law has been made? Are we to respect it just because the state declares it to be the law of the land? Are we to passively stand by and conform? Western history exclaims a resounding no from the Thomas Aquinas, uh, who declared that an unjust law is no law at all? To the Nuremberg trials, where unquestioned obedience to man's law was soundly condemned. Now, if you if you go further into this, and 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 frankly, this this part itself started to just I, I went, oh my gosh, that it's rooted in it's rooted in uh, interposition. So in chapter 2 it starts this way. The doctrine of the lesser magistrate is rooted in the historical biblical doctrine of interposition. Interposition is the calling of God which causes one to step into the gap. Willingly placing oneself between the oppressor and the intended and his intended victim. Interposition is demonstrated when someone or some group interposes or positions themselves between an oppressor and the intended victim. This can be done verbally or physically. The lesser magistrate demonstrates a doctrine of interposition by placing himself between the tyrant or bad law and the people. So, So the reason why, David, that this is important is because when I always talk about working the problem, like you wanted to work the problem, get rid of the machines, Right, We have corrupt machines. We have a, a, a failure of them to uh, respect the voice of the American people. And so you went and said, we're going to get rid of the machines. And you walked in, walked through a process, and those lesser magistrates were able to say, we're done. Those machines are out. right? But we're, we're in a country right now where people have been selected, not elected, and they're lying to us. Now, I'm not sure that they know they're maybe lying to us because... They've now been trained and told that it's your truth, not the truth. So the truth is the elections were stolen and the machines are, are corrupted. Their truth is, no, nothing to see here. And they live with that because it's dictated by man's law. There is no ethics. There is no morals. It's The, the means justifies the end. I want to really quickly read one of our sponsors, in our last sponsor, which is Axos Bank. Um, you know, the, So I'm excited about to have found a bank, Axos Bank, that's open... It opened on Independence Day 2000. Um, they're not a crumbling brick and mortar. They're a fully digital bank built on the bedrock of American traditions. Take a look at the reward checking account where you can earn their highest interest rate. And that's a big one. Listeners can get a $150 bonus if you open by July 31st. Big rewards from a bank that believes in the freedom to do business without compromising our values. Um, go to axosbank.com daily for details, for full details. That's axosbank.com slash daily. And for that cash bonus... You only need a $1,500 direct deposit within the first three months of opening your reward checking account. Axis Bank is a federally insured member FDIC and they're for us, all of us. AxisBank.com slash daily. Go check them out. So what about this, David? What if we are the lesser magistrates? What if the people in an actionable way would solve the problem? Stand in the gap in an interposition between the tyrants and the tyranny in our nation. This small group of people, because it is a small group, and the intended victims, the people, our society, the very ethos and soul of our nation. And in that interposition, we look at what the problem is. And the problem is they've been stealing elections for decades. The problem is is they've been selected and not elected. And so we start to say, we don't recognize you, much like the founding fathers. We don't recognize you. You are not doing good for us. You are trying to destroy us. And we go in and say, all right, we're getting rid of the machines. We're getting rid of the mail-in ballots. We will not allow that to happen. And then we, we cause a solution to be made. And we do this, by the way, by the tens of thousands and millions and millions in a very short period of time. And we take back our nation by the power of the word no. Before the election, we walk in and we say, the machines are gone. Now, I'm not telling you what intermediary group or what those intermediary groups do. Some may choose to have 10,000 people go in and remove the machines and give the police an opportunity to pick one of three places. And it's okay what you pick. One, you stand with the tyrants, the people that have stolen the election. Two, you stand in the gap as an interposition against those people that would do harm to our community. Or three, and this is just as equal, you're so afraid that you go stand with the victims and we'll still protect you standing in the gap by solving this problem. And we start looking at this from the the doctrine from a way of solving problems holistically. We talk about our kids. You have a tyrant outside the school. He wants to come in the school and do harm to our children. The interposition in that point is someone with a gun, hopefully a veteran, standing at the door in in a place of interposition, standing in the gap between the tyrant or the murderer and the intended victim, the children. It solves the problem. Right? Well, right now, they don't want to solve the problem. They want to strip the American people more of their rights because it doesn't have to do with the problem. It has to do with what they want to do to the American people. And so I look at this and I go, the lesser magistrates are the people, not the 50,000 because I can't rely on them holistically across the nation. But I can rely on the people. I can rely on the people to go out and say, listen, if we can solve this in the next 180 days, let's do that. Thoughts?
1: Amen. Well, many. Um, one of the reasons why I stop doing the professors' record podcasts as frequently is, and I travel, so I've been to 35 plus states in the past calendar year, is because people need to get in a room together and experience our power. And you can't experience that watching a screen. So when you're talking about the, le- the lesser magistrates being us. You need, we need confidence, right? and you can draw that when you sit there and just do the numbers. How many people are out there? And and I leave these events to try to equip them with a strategy to get rid of the machines, but more important than anything is they need to see the other people in the room going, wait a minute, I'm not alone. This is a small army. That's where they leave and say, we can, we can leverage this and deploy it in an actionable way. So, uh, yes and amen, and then the other thing is, for people that are worried that this sounds so bizarre, you just have to study history. There are many states that did not want to join the United States of uh, of America. So, uh, if you look at the ratifying conventions of Kentucky, for instance, there are a lot of people saying, look, we've done the king, we've had tyranny, and you've got this beautiful thing called the Constitution that's identifying 18 enumerated powers that you're, you're telling us that's all you're going to do. Article 1, Section 8. Well, what happens if you act like the tyrants that we're used to? King George. Well, it was interesting that James Madison and Jefferson both said, then you are duty-bound to resist. That's part of our heritage. You, you are duty-bound. So if the federal government usurps their authority and takes away from the state that in which you are, we're trying to bring into the Union, in this case it was Kentucky, they're saying you have to rebel well you know that concept goes all the way down to the ground level of of we the people whether or not you were elected selected whether or not you're recognized because at the end of the day this is a question of of what you mentioned with Thomas Aquinas an unjust law is no law at all and none of us are duty-bound to hide under you know corrupt legal authority to hurt people and so that power of saying no is, is crucial. Um, but sometimes we're our own worst enemies, the, the, the power of cynicism and doubt. And all I'm seeing is is incrementally us being stripped of right after right after right. And, and it's like, when are you all gonna wake up, folks? I mean, the, it's not the communists are coming. The communists are here. here. We are surrounded by them. Um, and we need to have, I've called this, the emperor has no closed moment. And I think that's what your, your vision is, Joe, is we could solve this problem this year. We could solve it this week. If people would just say, no, sorry, right is right. Wrong is wrong. You're not going to, you're not going to have perverted books in our school system. You're not going to have our children in your building. if, If we can't protect them, uh, we're not going to lose our voice using these machines. And it's nullification in the most righteous way. Um, so I think what, what we're trying to do is model, okay, so where's the line? Because that's gonna be the question. And I think that this gets back to the shot heard around the world. The founders knew that their cause to be blessed by God had to be a just cause. And so they waited until they were fired upon. But once that happened, they had full righteous authority to destroy the enemy. And and in many ways, since this is an information war, many shots have been fired against us already. They're just verbal or they're with the machines. Doesn't mean that we have to sit back and take it. So we have to fight this fight wherever we go, use words when words are appropriate, use our presence, our numbers when that's appropriate, which is always, and uh, wait for the shot to be fired by the enemy. And And once you have that righteous charge, it's over. Because God's gonna bless that.
0: So I and and frankly, um, the the reason why I see the the, the doctrine of the lesser magistrates working at every level, schools, downstream healthcare, doctors is because it no longer relies or on being patient for justice to be served, because they're not serving justice. We saw what happened to the DA in San Francisco who got ousted in a recall, who blamed it on the right-wingers spending more money, outspending them three to one. Not the fact that people in their community have stood up and and made their voice heard. They said it's the right-wingers. And then he, he did what the devil does, by the way, repeat things, seancing things. I don't know if you saw his interview, but it's absolutely disgusting. Out of touch. This guy put murderers on the street to victimize people, other people on the street. But the reason why the lesser magistrates works, in my opinion, is because we no longer rely on others to do good deeds. We ourselves become the good deeders. We become the ones that become the arbiter of reality and the mores of society. We restore that, biblically, to a place where the gap is, it's only used to defend our victims our society, our children. And we no longer have to say that the school board can do whatever they want, the teacher can do whatever they want, because we can walk in in 1,000, 2,000, 5,000, 10,000 and say, listen, we're going to walk into the school and we're going to take down every LGBMQ flag that's up there. That has no place in our education system. Get it out. We can yep. walk in there and say, these books that are in these on these shelves, they're out. We can walk they're in there drastic. and... We can, we can walk in and we can decide we get to decide we get to we get to decide life liberty property personal prop who we are we get to decide who we are and our children until they turn 18 they don't belong to the school system or the government they belong to us So we release them into the world and they are that they are then in control of their own body so i think that i think that from 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 my standpoint this is a simple solution that's actionable, It does not allow for the government to maintain power. And, and by the way, it'll spread like wildfire because Democrat, Republican, Independent, it doesn't matter. People feel enslaved in this nation, in my opinion, on both sides of the aisle.
1: I agree. Uh, it, it's, it really comes down to the thing that we're in shortest supply of, which is courage. And, and, that, and that's what it's going to come down to is people need to see it. They need to see it modeled. So for the few, for Gideon's 300, um, you know, we need to experience victories and we need to see a, a spirit of, of Christian wisdom. And, and that doesn't mean passivity, folks. I mean, you look at the Old Testament figures. You want to talk about men? <laughs> men that are wrestling lions and bears and, and these were warriors. And so part of them being meek is knowing when, uh, you know, I think Peterson talked about this, knowing when to achieve the sword. But it doesn't mean that you're a wuss. And so there's a time where you restrain that power, but when it's time to strike and defend our children and defend our voices, you know, you've got righteousness on your side. Um, we need to start acting as the sovereigns that we know that we are. And so we talked about the Declaration of Independence, all these beautiful words. That obviously meant something. So nothing that you're saying should shock people because that was the birthright that purchased the greatest nation ever. It was revolution. It was defiance of tyranny. And in 2022, we are there again. In many respects, things are far worse than they were during the revolution because we've been given over to a depraved mind. People can't determine whether they're a man or a woman depending on what time of day it is. And so when you're when you're talking and having conversations with absolute deranged Marxist communists, there is no way to rationalize our way through this. That this is this is going to have to be a righteousness initiative, and the doctrine of lesser magistrates, as far as I can tell, is about foundationally resetting posts that you need or pillars to make sure that our country survives. But right now we. We're we're on we're on the brink of of losing everything, and um, so if we can start driving down those posts, a Joe Altman post that's foundationally solid, a Dave Clements post, um, and find each other and be unmovable, unmovable. We connect with one another. We build a structure that is 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 what this country felt like a long time ago. And we've lost that.
0: So. So, my plan also includes 20 men and women walking two by two, going to 100 cities in 100 days, and speaking to those 100 people, or 100 cities in 100 days, about the lesser magistrates and the plan, and activating people. And last night, David, I spoke to 60 people. And those 60 people all said, I will activate, I will enroll. 60. And I didn't have one hand say, I'm not in. Not one hand. So I don't, I don't know how you think about that, but I asked people if they were afraid. And you know what they said? Yeah. People put their hands up, said I'm afraid. And I was like, yeah, you should be. It's normal to be afraid. And then I asked this question, David. Is it worth it? Is it necessary? And every single person said yes. Every single person. It'll work. Guess who who one of the people is that's going to go around the country in 100 100 cities in 100 days? David (laughs) Clements. I'm already doing it. (laughs) I know. I know, but uh, it, the, the, the idea is, is that we all stand together. And then, by the way, it's a leaderless movement. Lesser magistrates is a leaderless movement because we become the lesser magistrates. We become the people that sit and, and dictate the mores of society. We, we take back the ability to be governed by the people, of the people, for the, of the, for the people, of the people, by the people. We create the direction of our nation, and it's actionable. People can actually do something, and it's equalized. Like, every single person that gets involved in doing this under the the doctrine of the lesser magistrates is equal. We're all going to be expected to do the same thing. Power in numbers. Amen. How's Aaron holding up with this? How are the kids holding up through all this?
1: Well, okay, so just yesterday, we got up like at 5, And they were already at Grandma and Grandpa's. We drove an hour to Otero. And we were hoping to be done by noon. That didn't happen. So uh, just every day something. But we got done about 5 o'clock. Drove an hour back to pick up kids, and we drove to Phoenix. We got in about 2 o'clock this morning. And we're going to hit another county meeting tomorrow. And uh, so Aaron's, Aaron's. Schedule is just like mine, except for she's more of a hub for data. So, um, as far as shepherding the New Mexico audit, Erin is far more important than anything that I'm doing. Um, but I, I try to leverage the relationships that we have across the country to keep keep this, as much movement as we can. Um, so she's tired. She's exhausted. Um, there's days where we just are you know, just attacked without mercy. <laughs> and we're, we wonder all the things that you would normally wonder at those times. Um, and then, you know, we say a prayer. We are lifted up by our, our brothers and sisters in Christ. And then good things happen. And, and good things have happened. We've seen many blessings uh, to, to, to see this through on just faith. I mean, this was really October last year. And if, if someone were to say, these are all the steps and all the things that you're gonna go through to get to this result, there's no way I would have signed up for it. But that's not how God works. God God's saying, I got a task for you today. Keep your focus, just focus on this task today. And Erin has, has um, done that. So she gets up six o'clock most days and she starts working and talking with people. And she usually does that till about 10 o'clock at night. And uh, that's been life for her um, since she got involved. And so she's, uh, I call her my Valkyrie. She's tough and I'm, I'm very thankful for her.
0: So how how does she feel, how does she feel about um, the next step? I mean, you're going to different counties. I mean, you're doing this and you're going into other counties. I mean, is there a, are you taking a deep breath right now and going? <sighs> Okay, that was, that was round one. <laughs> and we won it.
1: Yeah. That's not how, I, I look at this, if I'm the enemy, what am I going to do to respond to what we just did? So I'm already prepared for yes. all of the, the, the lies and contingency plans that are coming our way because we have to continue to provide that spine to the commission to keep them upright. Um, Aaron's going to be talking with uh, candidates that lost because of selections that were made throughout the state. Um, advised them on the cast vote record process, and she's already started making contacts. So this is going to be a really busy week because, under the law, under our election code, there are certain powers that county commissioners have before they certify the votes to start asking for all kinds of things. Um, so we're going to fill out, fill up as many days as we can to arm these candidates and make converts out of them because a lot of them are waiting for us to solve the problem. And then they just experienced massive fraud in their own elections. And think about that—they've been, they've been campaigning for a year. A lot of these are, are gubernatorial candidates, and they—they're they, looking at me and they're like, "I think you're right." But then on election day, they came with going, "Oh crap! Everything he just said." I was making predictions on exactly who Dominion would select, uh, because I've just once you've seen that enough, you know exactly who's going to win.
0: You know what the plan is,
1: and they were. They were holding out hope that I'd be wrong. Well, now that hope's gone, and they know if they have if they're ever going to have a legitimate shot in politics, they've got they've got a partner with us. So I think we've got probably another ten people that ran for office. Many of them are statewide uh, people that weren't selected that are congress, and uh, they're going to help us. So that, that's going to be the challenge for the next uh, week or so.
0: Okay, so. I, I, obviously, you know that you have my prayers. You have all of our prayers. And we're, we're running out of time. We're up against a a, a, a finish. I'm going to give you the last word. And then we're, I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to pray for Aaron. I'm going to pray for your kids. I'm going to pray for those commissioners. Um, and I'm going to invite you to pray with me. So I'm going to pray, and then I'll stop, and then I'll let you finish the prayer if that's okay. Amen. But if you could just, uh, uh, I'll give you the last word here.
1: Sure. Uh, we We had a victory yesterday and we're savoring it for a short period of time. Um, But we know from the scriptures that he who boasts needs to boast in the Lord. And so right now, I'm I'm gonna gonna give uh, praise that, and I'm delighting in the fact that God is using everyday, regular people that are just trying to obey. And um, so this victory, to the extent that it is victory, and if it's gonna continue to be blessed, it's gonna be because God Almighty has straightened our paths. And so um, my prayer is that people won't get the ego and they won't want to take credit for things. It's just a matter of, hey, just get out of God's way and let them work. And, uh, and then things become manageable. So that, that would be the closing word. If, if you feel like this is overwhelming, do your task today. And when good things happen, don't clamor <laughs> that that was me. Take the... Take, Take, take the opportunity to say, praise God. Amen. I mean, praise God for what he did yesterday and, uh, and, and pray that he will continue to bless the work of the lesser magistrate.
0: Amen. And I just got the goosebumps, by the way, if you didn't notice it, like all my hairs went bing. <laughs> yeah, so pretty, pretty amazing. You, you're amazing. But I'm going to go ahead and pray if I can right and by the way, my pillow yes go to my pillow support Mike Wendell support Mike Wendell support Mike Wendell and um, support my store he is a tireless leader and um, you know he's been doing a lot so go to my pillow use cd21 or do you have a code David no <laughs> oh. I don't all right all right here we go father God thank you for the opportunity we have to serve you thank you for for having us all be born for such a time as this. Thank you for David, thank you for Aaron. Thank you for their support structure around them that helps them with their their children. Thank you for their children, for they will be the ones to lead us into the future. Thank you for our children, Father. Thank you for the opportunity that we have to have a voice and for the sacrifice that came for generations before us. Thank you for your spirit and your supernatural support and the things that you've been able to do. And thank you for the win yesterday. Thank you for the win in Otero. We know that it's just a, a battle and we know that it's just one part of the, of the puzzle, but thank you for just allowing us to be faithful and act in that faith and for you to just help support and make those things happen, Father. We know with you, all things are possible. Without you, nothing is possible. Father, please bless David and Aaron Bless your children. Guard their hearts. Guard their minds. Protect them. Put a shield of protection around them, both both mentally and physically. Stand with them as they go through this battle. As As they do your work, Father, please just be with them. Walk with them. Encourage them. Give them stamina. Give them strength. Reinforce their courage. Father, please bless the three commissioners and the commissioners that we're going to interact with in the future, bless them with the knowledge that they have done the right thing to protect the voice of the people and to help restore you to our communities, Father. This is a great time of restoration. I just want to say thank you. Thank you and please just stand with them. Give them the courage in the future to do the same thing and to stand up against the enemy that would come in and try to destroy the ability for the voice of the people to be heard that would destroy or disrupt the ability to restore you to our communities to our schools to our uh, to our society
1: dear lord we just uh, we pray for revival we pray for uh um, your church to emerge, the remnant church to emerge. Mm. And uh, I just delight and thank you for an opportunity that two men can, can say a prayer on this platform, praising your name. And uh, so we, we give thanks for the renewal and the regeneration of, of many a man's faith and woman's faith through this movement. You have rocked us to our knees uh, You you brought this country low, So it would, see its need of you. And so, um, Lord, we, we ask for redemption and we also ask for restoration, but, uh, mostly I think the desires of our heart, Lord, we, we pray for justice. We, we pray for the evil to be brought to account. We pray for vindication. Uh, we pray for humility. And, uh, we, uh, we pray for a spirit of, of a kingdom mentality hmm. where, uh, we understand our inheritance, Lord. We understand um, what it means to be purchased by the blood of Jesus. And so um, we, we pray that you would bless this plan that you laid on uh, Joe's heart and that people would be sent out two by two, much like they did, in under the Great Commission to preach the good news. And, uh, of course, the gospel needs to be on their lips. So we pray for all of that in your precious almighty name. In the name of Jesus.
0: Amen. Amen. <sighs> Thanks, brother.
1: Thank you, Joe. God, God bless. is with
0: you. And if you need right. me, you know I'm there. I'm only a couple hours away. I'll, I'll come down like a jet. Okay. Just let me know if you have any <laughs> issues. Right. All right. Thanks, Joe. God, God bless. bless you. Everyone, David Clements. Well, we're out of time. Um,. I got I to tell you, I'm super excited about the future. I'm excited about this plan. I'm I'm. I'm excited because many of you have said, what are we going to do? You know what? Wake me up when somebody's held accountable. But they're not because 7,438,000. They only had to buy 50,000 people. Now, they didn't get them all. There's good people out there. You have guys like Jim Jordan. But – the lesser magistrates, it, it expects people to stand up against that tyranny. And we don't have enough effectual people because they then start to say, okay, the higher magistrates have spoken. So we must now listen to the higher magistrates. Well, that's not the way it works. See, it's an upside down world. We don't have to, We don't have to give in to the higher magistrates. That's not what they were designed to do. They're not here to protect us. And we, we have the Supreme Court and other laws of the land or, or, or organizations of the land that want to dictate to us the mores of our society. They're allowing things to happen to us. And more often they remove God's law and replace it with man's law. I got to tell you, man's law, there are no rules. You can justify and say that this is the way we're going to run our society. The next thing will be legalizing and normalizing pedophilia. Legalizing and normalizing stealing right now, up to $900, is allowed across the nation. DAs look at reform from the standpoint of okay, we'll just smack them on the butt, send them back out there. They spend enough time, they spend five minutes in jail, and allow them to victimize people the lesser magistrates allows for you to step between the tyrants, those that would do harm, the oppressor, and the intended victims. You have an opportunity. Sorry, someone's in the studio. I definitely want to talk to them before they leave. Um, So you have an opportunity to be the answer we have an opportunity to be the answer and it's a simple it's a simple plan we identify the problem and we work the problem the reason why the the things that they're doing in congress the red flag laws the the things that they're putting out there they will never work is because it legislates law abiding citizens it legislates people that have no intent on hurting anyone but only protecting themselves. And it leaves the gap open for the government tyranny to do harm to the victims, which is our society. And you can look no further than what we're seeing in the media where they vilify January 6th. Look, the January 6th, the j6truth.org documentary, that's real yet they pulled all of those out in this in this hearing this kangaroo court to lie to the american people to lie to you and you can say i'm angry you don't have a you don't have a right to be angry That's now is not the time to be angry we shouldn't be angry right now we should be resolute we have not we have an answer we have a plan And and, and guys, I wanted people to throw stuff at me last night. Ten years ago, I started a company. No longer a part of the company. But that company was called PIN. P-I-N. Do you know what PIN stands for? This is why I know that everything that we're talking about, the path that I'm on, this path is designed for such a time as this for you. This is why I know that this is the path that I should be walking down. Pin means power in numbers. We at the American people, you know, I I deal with censorship on Rumble. (laughs) I deal with censorship on Apple, on Google. I get stories written about me. There's a new one that came out from an Eli Bremer guy that said that I I called for violence, which I never did. And he's a rhino. He's a rhino. And he says, I lost. No, you lost because you represent people that don't represent the people. That's why you lost. But I deal with all those things and I continue to talk and they continue to throw things at me and call me all sorts of names and call FEC a fringe group. Why? Because I'm over the target and I'm not angry. I'm excited because we have a biblical way of solving this. And by the way, the Doctrine of the Lesser Magistrate was written in 2013. 2013! We have a plan. 100 cities, 10 groups of two, walk side by side, and we walk in, and we talk to people about their obligation to restore God's law to our community. This is, a bigger, this is a bigger threat to the radical left than anything ever before because you know what? It doesn't rely on hope, hope that ethics will rule the day. It doesn't rely on that. It relies on one thing. It relies on shoulder to shoulder, standing in the gap, making a decision to be a part of one of three groups, the tyrants, the liars, the people that would do harm to you, Standing in the middle as a, in, a, in a place of interposition. Or becoming the victim. And it's okay if you want to sit on the side of the victim. It's okay. You're, you have that right. We're still going to protect you. But those are the only three places that you get to choose from. And interposition does not require, it will, it will never require for you to move to violence. Violence begets violence. And it's the same thing as interposition of standing between Antifa and the BLM when they try to burn down buildings. What, you know, uh, the, uh, what, what is the, the uh, Patriot Barbie yesterday? Lindsey Graham, the, the good Lindsey Graham, the woman, said that 400 people set in the street in Salem, Oregon with guns armed and the police, they, they thanked her. They thanked them because they took a position of interposition standing between the tyrants, the people that would do harm to the community, and the victims, the intended victims. You try to do the math and figure out this won't work. I will promise you right now, if you share anything, share this. If you buy a book and read a book, if you haven't read a book in 20 years, read this one. The Doctrine of the Lesser Magistrates by Matthew Truella. I'm going to have him on the show. I would just ask you to read it, and if you don't believe what I'm telling you, you don't think it's possible, we need to solve the problem. What is the problem? 74 million people will tell you that the election was stolen from Donald J. Trump. It was stolen. And by the way, if you go back in time to 2017, it was prophetic that President Trump, in his inaugural address, said, I was not elected today. I was not elected today. Today is not a day that I take power. Today is a day where power is transferred back to the people. And for four years, that's what he worked on, is giving power back to the people. And then we expect him to ride in on a horse. And he's been telling us the whole time that you are the answer. You are the ones that can dictate the mores of society. You can stop this madness from happening in our communities. Do you feel oppressed? Do you feel like a slave? Do you feel like you have no control over what the future of our country holds? Of course you don't, because they've weaponized mainstream media, weaponized technology, and they've taken your voice away from you. You have no voice. They spend with impunity, they persecute people with impunity. The FBI is absolutely corrupt, is pushing out people in the FBI who would oppose their views that have a a ethical bend And all we have to do is stand up. And there's still them left. There's still people that are in the FBI and CIA and part of of the government. And there's still people in the sheriff's office and the police offices that many of them don't want to give up their livelihood. But they believe what we believe. It's a small group of people that are basically bullying others to do things their way. And so I will say this to you. They have a choice, too. And when we walk, and we walk to the middle, we walk to the gap, and we say the machines are gone. <laughs> Mail-in ballots done. We're not doing it anymore. You can make, you can make, voting day a federal holiday. You can shrink the precincts, and if you say that they can't sh- shrink the precincts, so that you don't have to travel very far, you got to go a block. Heck, bring the precincts down to 200 people. Have a Democrat, Republican, and an Independent oversee that, pass that on. We'll do it by hand ballots. We will hand count them. It'll happen very quickly. And then from there, we will be able to decide. And we publish. These are all the votes. So that everyone in every one of those precincts can say, "That's that's not the real votes. That's not what the votes were. It's transparent. And then the mores of society are dictated by the masses in this country. That is a true democracy. Only we're a constitutional republic. But in essence, it starts with making sure that every vote is counted, but it's a legitimate vote. And that's not what's happening in this country. And if IDs are an issue, we make IDs free. We can send $50 billion overseas to a war that does not represent us and our interests. If we can do that so they can protect their tyr- tyrannical little group of cabal that they have in, in Ukraine, then we can give everybody an ID in this country. The choice is yours. It's a bold plan. It's an actionable plan. And over the next 141 days before the next election, it's one we can execute on across the nation, collectively together. But it starts with you. It starts with you. All right. So that's it for this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. We have a plan. For those of you who say, hey, wake me up when when somebody's held accountable and nothing's going to happen, right? Okay, nothing's going to happen if you sit on the sidelines. But if you don't, This is biblical. This is restoring God's God's word back to our community. And they're going to hate it because it is is founded on faith. And it is founded on the idea that we can stand up together. And there's nothing they can do about it. Because I'm not the leader. It's the doctrine of the lesser magistrates. You're the leader of the people, for the people, by the people. It was right there in front of us the whole time. You missed it. I missed it. It's like getting in the gap. I'm like, I don't even know what the gap is. I even said it to myself, guys, I want everybody to get in the gap. And everybody's like, oh, he wants you to grab your guns. And I thought, man, is that what I'm asking for? I even said, I, I, I couldn't see it any other way because I'm like, look, most people are not going to stand up. But they will stand up to solve a problem. So this does it. And the risk is not zero. It's neutral. And that doing this will require great sacrifice towards justice, true justice, for all. Not a not a two or three tier system that allows for them to victimize people in the poorest, most disadvantaged environments. So that's it. And by the way, that is uh, I want to say that to you, Rick. Uh, thank you for the truth. It is the truth. It is not my truth. It is the truth. The truth. So that's it for this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. If you like us, you can listen to us on uh, video at, at conservative-daily.com, Rumble, D-Live, Cloud Hub, Frank Speech, and Brideon. Ooh, we put on now. Uh, we go live Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. Um, everyone hit the plus sign. I don't know what that is. Oh, is that the, the button? Oh, the, the Rumble button. Okay. Um, And if you're anywhere else, just share it. If you want to listen to us in the audio version, you have Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, and Audible. By the way, I want you guys to know something. Everyone is talking about the Doctrine of the Lesser Magistrate. I had like six people send me posts that were all over the place. Doctrine of the Lesser Magistrate. It's working. It's working. So share this. Share it. Share it because this isn't hope. David is not hopium. David is doing the work, execution, standing, doing the hard work. So share it. Text freedom to 89517. If you want to remind them we go live, we are fixing the thing I, I, I see that people are saying that the, they're not getting it. I know we're not getting it. i we're gonna fix it. And then you can sign up for our newsletter Get a new daily fax blast linked in the description. We're gonna continue to fight. So that's it for this episode of conservative daily podcast. I'm your friend, Joe Altman. I'm not your leader just speaking truth. I just have this platform. And I try to give as many other people as possible the same platform so they can speak. You're going to hear from a couple other people over the next couple of days, one of which is is Dr. Ray Ann Weber, who has been attacked. I've had her on before. She's a calming voice for me. She's amazing. And, and she's running for corner in El Paso County, and uh, still under fire. And is is tirelessly. Here's another person that by the way, does not have to work does not have to do anything. But is standing up for you because she loves the Lord and she loves you. So we have her on a couple days. We've got a couple other people I think you're going to really like. So God bless you all. I will see you tonight at 4 o'clock.